dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. Yes, sirree, Bob. It's a Monday. It's a sunny Monday. Yeah, okay. Well, 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 I hope your weekend went well. I hope you're all doing well, first of all. But I hope your weekend went well. Mine went interesting. I did an audition for a stage show, and, uh, well, we'll see what happens. I don't really have any information right now, but maybe tomorrow. Maybe. In the meantime... I kind of wanted to talk about basic D&D. We're going to get specific today. We're going to talk about basic D&D and the pluses and minuses of the old racist class. So we're going to talk about that. How about that? And we will talk about it after this. Alrighty then. We have a racist class situation in basic D&D. And if you you're not don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about from Holmes all the way to Beckme. Actually, let's talk about BX and Beckme, because those are the two that really get, and any other clones thereof. Some of the more later clones, like basic fantasy and such, have or swords and wizardry have split them up, but the more faithful ones have just done the same thing, like Labyrinth Lord, things like that. So, one of the the hallmarks, I should say, of basic D&D is racist class. In other words, the demi-human races, the human, well, okay, let's say the human races are the only ones that have classes. So, Holmes, I, I kind of left Holmes out there because Holmes does the racist class thing too, but then they have an additional, they have an additional little uh, chapter there on additional character classes, which they kind of, I don't know, they, they kind of, it's, it's hard to describe, they kind of waffle on it, saying you can play whatever you want, there's, there's also rangers, paladins, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, but... And things like multi-class, and I think they even mentioned gnomes, I don't remember. But but the whole point is they're kind of, it, it kind of does the racist class thing, but it doesn't, it does, it's kind of wishy-washy on it. So that's why I left Holmes out. Uh, it's it's kind of an interesting animal. I think they, I'm pretty sure they did that because AD&D came, or was coming out or came out, and since they looked at Holmes as an intro to the advanced game. So they were kind of hedging their bets, I think, by saying, well, there's these other classes you can play too, but, you know, and here's a few adjustments. Maybe, you know, just barely any adjustments. But, you know, I'm surprised they didn't put the standard, well, if you want to do that, just go to AD&D type of thing, which they did through the whole book. But anyway, I digress. We have racist class, which means that you are playing a race, not a class. A race as a class. In other words, if you're playing a human, you have a choice of four classes. If you're playing a dwarf, you're playing a dwarf. You're playing an elf, you're playing an elf. You're playing a halfling, you're playing a halfling. This is not always a bad thing to me. Now, I understand why they split race and class and some of the clones and things like that. And 
I understand that, but there are other races out there that that the that the AD and D game brought up that I wish were in basic. I mean, in the rule cyclopedia, let's take the Beckby rule cyclopedia. They do, do do give you an option for playing things like a paladin or a druid, but it's kind of wonky the way it, the way it they set it up. I mean, you have to play as a fighter for eight levels or something like that before you decide to become either a paladin, was it a paladin avenger or, 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 or what the hell was that character in the D&D cartoon? Eric Cavalier or something like that. Anyway, each because it's a three love it's a three point alignment system, so each alignment had its own paladin equivalent type of thing. And then to be a druid you have to be a cleric for like eight levels. And then you can decide to become a druid, which I think is kind of wonky. They also had like the mystic class in there, which is their version of the monk from A D and D, which I was happy to see. I always like those kind of characters just because of their abilities mainly. But the point is you're playing a you're playing a race. And it's almost like when I first read this I'm going, "What? You mean it's like all dwarves are the same, all elves are the same? What?" But then I saw the abilities and what they do and they didn't quite convince me about demi-human races being taking this differently than humans. Because my, my, you know, my feeling is, you know, if you're a human type character, you're going to be a human type character and you're not going to, you know, they're saying all these, they're like to elves, for example, it's like they're in the forest. They have their own way of doing things. They view things differently. It's okay, fine. But you still have to have specialists. I mean, every, every, every character, every character of that race cannot be the jack of all trades for that race at least as far as i feel about it i you know i it just doesn't make any sense to me and you know i would i would do the i mean it's good that you know later on like say the rule cyclopedia has skills and weapon mastery and all that kind of stuff well that's good that can help the demi-human races but at the same time you know yes they do have special abilities that humans don't have, like infravision or something like that. And elves can use spells, which makes them kind of a dual class or multi-class, which is a good thing. But I think that should be broadened a bit. But like I said, the upside of being racist class is the fact that you can do this stuff. I, when I was playing Rule Cyclopedia D&D and Labyrinth Lord, Man, you give me an. If I had my choice, I'd take the elf every time. Yes, the elf is a slower progression, but he can do more at lower levels than most characters can. I think I got up to fifth level and I was having a ball. I was lucky to. I think I got. I think we all got pushed to fifth level after a time because the GM was going to do something and he wanted to continue the campaign at a little higher level. So we all got pushed to like fifth level. But man, I was, you know, yes, they have limitations on their spells. They can only get fifth level spells when you have nine levels of magic user spells. But at the same time, wow, I was having, I was great. It was fun. Also, there's also level limits on 
on demi-humans that they put. Something that I would probably abolish. Although, in Beck Me, I do like, they give them the, what is it, weapon class, not weapon class, but, you know, fighting fighting a class beyond their level. They just don't get hit points. They stop getting hit points at a certain level, but then you, you're... Your they not take it, but your armor your armor class stays the same, but your to hit goes keeps going down, so you can hit easier, and other things like that. So that to me that kind of compensates. And if it doesn't, I'll just get rid of level limitations. You know, I just I I will figure out how they advance from there, and just or maybe even crib it from another game like AD and D or something. I don't know, but I still think you could broaden races class so there's a good things or the bad thing some people just can't used to not just playing a dwarf or something like that even though they're a really tough fighter i have a problem one okay one fixing the classes to me i would like to fix the halfling the halfling has always been a problem with me because if a dwarf is a really tough fighter and an elf is kind of a fighter magic user you think that the halfling would be a fighter thief. I mean, from from Bilbo on down, they've been known as burglars and things like things that people they can do that other people can't because they're small and they're dexterous and they know how to work things. I don't see why a fighter why they couldn't be a fighter thief. You know, I give them give them that. I mean, I looked at their special abilities and it's like, okay. It's 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 interesting. I mean, you know, they have better saves. They're minus two. They're they're harder to hit by larger creatures. They can disappear in a forest. That's good. Why don't you just give the thief skills, thieving skills, on top of that, or some kind of cut down version? I, I don't really like to see me. I don't like to mention or not mention, but I don't like to you know mess with the charts because I know I'm going to mess it up. So I would just give them the thieving abilities up to their level and maybe beyond. I don't know. I would just give them the thieving abilities and just let them do that. I mean, they're already, it's already, they can only use small to medium weapons. You know, they do have their limitations. They can use small to medium weapons. All the armor has to be custom fit to them, things like that. So there's, there's that. And I would rather play them as fighter thieves than, you know, fighters who are easy, harder to hit. That, to me, that's kind of lame. It really is. I mean, there's no reason to play a halfling. Although, if you do give them, like, the thieving skills, I'd look at the thief, and if there's any special abilities that the thief has, in other words, I'm talking about, like, the double damage for stabbing, backstabbing, you know, that kind of thing. They would... Here, here's, here's the rub. I don't want to make them... I don't want to give them a thieving ability. I don't want to give them, make them so... You know, I, I just want to give them a leg up is basically what I want to do. But not make it so nice that nobody will want to play a thief. So, I don't know if I give them the backstab ability. I may. But I will have to really think about that. And also, I would like to expand the classes. It would be nice... It would be nice to have half-orc characters. It would be nice to have, especially gnome characters. Now, I've always loved the gnome illusionists in AD&D. But 
if I do do a gnome, and I've seen some pretty good gnome class write-ups for basic. And as far as I'm concerned, they are mage, uh, magic user thieves, thief magic users. You know, this is this is how you get around no multi class. This is how you get around no multi classes in basic, to me, because you know the the elf started it. You know that that was what I look at. They are thief, thief, ma- thief magic users. And once again, you don't want to make them so nice that nobody wants to play a thief or a magic user, because they will only, to me they will only go up like I think I'll give them the, like the fifth level limitation for elves. See, the problem with them is you have to import spells for them, because there is if you're I mean well if you just want to be a straight thief magic user gnome that's fine. But what I'm saying is you have to import spells if you want to do the classic gnome illusionist, which is one of my favorites, because there is only one, count them, one spell in basic, Phantasmal Force, that has anything to do with illusion. Anything. And, you know, if you're going to be a one-trick pony, I'd, if I'm going to be a one-trick pony, I'd rather not play it. Really. So... I would have to import like the illusionist list from AD&D or something like that, or just go through them and pick the ones that I think they should have up to fifth level. So there's that. And if you use like, I do have the Creature Crucible Top Ballista, which gives you a gnome write-up. It gives you a Sky Gnome write-up and a regular gnome write-up. And I haven't looked at it lately, but if it does what I think it does for the rest of the races in that supplement, which is starting them out at negative hit points because they're so powerful, they got to work up to zero. I'm throwing that out right away for gnomes because to me, gnomes should be part of the regular. If you're going to do races class, they should be part of the regular D and D thing. And I've seen other write-ups too. And you know, you can go on websites like basic fantasy has a gnome and a half orc write-up and they, but their race, they split race and class. So, but I can understand that. Anyway, I think race, see, I like races class. I, I really do. I think there's a real, there's a real, you can really work it. You can really work it if you do it right. I mean, yes, other demi human races should have things like clerics. And if somebody wanted to take a, a gnome, uh, like say a gnome cleric or a dwarf cleric or a halfling cleric, I would figure out some way to get it done, to get it so they could so they could play that without trying to break the rules. Just a little more versatility in basic would be nice, or labyrinth lord or whatever clone you're talking about. That's basics based on basic. So, anyway, I've said my piece <laughs> too long. So, uh, I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.